Team, Coach Gary here. This episode of the Brick and Block podcast features the audio version of my May 2020 column in Masonry Magazine. You probably know that column as Full Contact Project Management. The title of the column you were about to hear right now is In It to Win It. Ordinary Heroes All In and All Together. This is a significant column because it was written in the very early stages of the COVID lockdown of 2020. And I express concern about paying people to stay at home, away from work, because I feared the long-term consequences of it. Many of us, part of the vast majority of the construction industry, were categorized as essential employees, and we continued to work. And what makes the news these days in 2021? A labor shortage. People still cowering in fear, even after the availability of a vaccine and the arrival of a virtual herd immunity. We are indeed essential. Also, significantly, I reminded readers to consider the tough times we've been through before as a country and why that history meant that we'd get through these tough times. And why is that so important? Simply because too many people these days, with loud voices, appeared to be advocating the teardown of our country. All considered, in some aspects, this might be about one of the most important columns I've ever written. Dig in. Okay, team, hang on, buckle up, listen up, and prepare to move up. And now, in it to win it, Ordinary Heroes All In and All Together by Coach Gary Michaloni. It's just weird, at least to me. How can I explain it to you? Let me try a poor analogy. Imagine you just woke up today after being in a coma for several months. And as you look around, you listen to people, maybe turn on your favorite source of news. And while you consider all these things you've taken in, you will have to conclude that either you are crazy or the world is. I mean, half the people in the country appear to be missing. You walk over to someone and ask, what's going on? And he quickly backs away from you. You hold out your hand, say your name to introduce yourself. And the person recoils in horror, pulls out from his pocket a small bottle of sanitizer and douses his own hands with it. What the? It strikes me as funny that I am writing this column just hours prior to April Fool's Day. Because... My friend from the coma story might think he's being pranked. And he looks around him, expecting video cameras recording everything. Admit it. Right now, the world is just too crazy. Or, as I just boldly stated, weird. Also, as I look a month into the future, when this column is finally being read, I'm hoping that the weirdness is gone by then. Or at least less weird. My gosh, may it not become even more weird. Okay then, back to the reality of the present 
and how all of us can and should deal with the issue and the threat of a pandemic in our midst, as well as our certain recovery from it. And I am certain of this fact that we'll get through it, as we've always done, and we always will. And you know why? Of course you do. Say it with me. We're Americans. That's right. That's all you need to know. That's the way it's always been, even prior to the founding of our nation. That's the way it can continue on into the future. But that future is largely dependent upon you. Yes, you, your family, your company, your employees, your industry. We're all shareholders in the American dream. May sound corny, but it's the absolute truth. How do I know? For that matter, how do you know? Well, I'll speak for myself, but I've got a front row seat and I can tell you how this plays out. So let me try. I work as a project manager for a successful construction company whose primary mission is public works construction. Civil work, including masonry, roads, streets, underground, everything but the building, like a lot of you do. The reason I have a front row seat is that our industry, probably like yours, has been deemed as essential to the functioning of the country. The government can't really tell people to shelter in place if they don't have shelter, so our crews are not restricted to home. Note, plenty of other industries and occupations are also essential, including many others which don't have that designation but are truly just as essential. The unfortunate thing is that a huge portion of our population has been forced to stay at home while being paid to do so. What will be their reaction when it's time for them to return? I hope it's good, but I don't know for sure. However, I do know one thing for certain. Going forward, Leadership will be more important than ever. Let's make sure, let's commit that we'll do even more than our fair share. This is the time to not only talk the talk, but resolve to get things done. Our country has faced adversity through most of its existence. Almost everyone reading this column can remember the horror of 9-11 unthinkable and unimaginable pain and grief, although I only witnessed it on television from the other side of the country. But let me ask you what you remember from 9-11. What stands out to you right to this day? The terrorism? No, for me it's the heroics of the first responders running into the buildings and up the stairs attempting to save lives helping people. And who can ever forget the passengers aboard United Flight 93 hearing the cry, let's roll, and then bringing down that plane before it could crash into the White House, its likely target. Three days later, President Bush went to ground zero. He saw the devastation. Who was he addressing? the construction workers and first responders who were there searching for survivors and clearing the debris. The president used a bullhorn to address the crowd, telling them that America was praying and that our nation stands together. 
The crowd had a hard time hearing him, and then came his famous reply, I can hear you. The rest of the world hears you, and the people who knock these buildings down will hear from all of us soon. Thank you for your hard work. Thank you for making the nation proud, and may God bless America. We got through it. America is a nation of survivors, yes, but we are also a nation of doers and achievers. We get through the darkest of times. My belief, it is the spirit of American exceptionalism that allows, no, causes it to happen. Our nation has experienced these dark times so often that it just can't be a coincidence. Here's a list. Hurricanes, tornadoes, floods, earthquakes, wildfires, mass shootings, too many to name. The assassinations of President John F. Kennedy, Martin Luther King, Bobby Kennedy. Bombing of the Oklahoma City Murrah Federal Building. The Apollo 1 Challenger and Columbia Space Shuttle disasters. The Vietnam War, 58,000 plus killed in action. The Korean War, 54,000 plus killed in action. Pearl Harbor, December 7, 1941. Thousands killed and the U.S. fleet ravaged. World War II, over 405,000 killed in action. The American Civil War, 750,000 killed in action, an estimate. And the Revolutionary War, the estimate is over 25,000 killed in action. We've gotten through all those horrible things and more, always have and always will. For 15 years now, it's been my privilege to write this column. Interesting to note, though, is that the first couple of years were all about the science of project management. However, in late 2007, early 2008, our booming construction economy began to drastically slow down, prompting me to change the focus of my writing to that of offering encouragement to hang in there, we'll get through it. Guess what? We did. Of course we did. The simple teaching is this. Looking back now, we've gotten through all these bad things. People are still hurting over some of it, but we survived. The American economy is the wonder of the world, despite any negative comments to the contrary. Love it or hate it, our economy is responsible for lifting more people and nations from poverty and rescuing them from oppression, helping to aid more countries in more horrible situations, never requiring anything in return than any other nation in the world. Think of it this way. If you lived outside of the U.S. and you were facing something big, evil, terrible, which country would you want most to provide the help you needed? There is only one answer for thinking people, and you know what that answer is. The fact remains that it is our economic strength 
prosperity and the faith of our people that allow us to reach out to others. And the fuel for these great abilities and functions and mercies can only come from your efforts and those of other like-minded leaders. Coach Gary's takeaway. We are getting ready to start a very important race. Prepare yourself, your team, everyone you care about. Right now, get yourself up to the starting line. Be prepared to jump out in front, you and your team. Lead others and work with the economy. Drive it. Drive it hard. I'm told that a good horse loves to be ridden, and a good car is meant to be driven. Same with our economy. Be a huge part of the incredible recovery which is about to launch. The times may be weird, but the race is very real. If you've been shut down, prepare for the race to start. Whatever your situation, ready yourself, your community, family, and company, and get set to take off. Go lead, because we'll get through this. Of course we will. Okay, team, that's it for today. You can reach out to us by email, brickandblockpodcast at gmail.com. Be sure and spell out the word and, A-N-D, brickandblockpodcast at gmail.com. And also, please be sure and subscribe to the podcast. It's important because we want you to join us for the next episode. Now, for the Brick and Block Podcast, this is Coach Gary. Thanks for stopping by.